Welcome to another week of Living a Rich Life. I am your host, Rich James. Here on Living a Rich Life talk show, we inform, inspire, and encourage each other to live the principles of the Living a Rich Life Network. Those principles are good health, strong relationships, financial freedom, goals and achievement, extraordinary experiences, and philanthropy. Now, we all have a story to tell, and today's guests are definitely inspiring, they're definitely motivating, and they are good examples of living a rich life. So with that being said, let's talk about it. Our first guest, uh, she is recognized for her creative talents with makeup and graphic design. She is an amazing model and photographer. Please welcome the creator of the House of Artistry, Miss Kim McMillan. Welcome. Might want to take yourself off the mute. <laughs> My bad. Hey, y'all. How y'all doing today? Oh, oh, well, thank you for joining, Kim. I, we see you're so excited you forgot to unmute yourself. I am. I forgot all about it. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. <laughs> Well, let's, let's get right into it. So first and foremost, tell folks where you're from. Well, I'm from Baltimore, Maryland. Um, not really from the city. I'm more like a country girl. Um, but I moved out into the city when I was about, mm, I want to say like 15, 16. So I've been, you know, city living since then. Okay, city living, but country, country born, so to speak. That's what we'll say. Absolutely. So, so one of the things that I like, um, and, and my team did the research, was the whole house of artistry. And you have a lot of different talents. And that's why we kind of said, hey, she is definitely a, a creative. And we want to talk about some of those different things. One of the main things we want to talk about, um, starting off with, is the graphic design. Um, so tell us, how did you get into graphic designing? Um, okay, so graphic designing kind of just came about um, once COVID happened. Um, so once COVID happened, everything kind of stopped me from being able to do makeup, photography, anything that was like close, you know, close contact to people, um, I couldn't really do. So um, I pretty much started trying to tap into my other creative sides. And um, I started with graphic designing. Now I started with graphic designing because I do already know how to like make like flyers, quick little uh, like logo type things for my brand myself using like um, small apps such as like Canva and some other things. But Canva is like one of the best apps I really could like say that a graphic designer should have as far as like flyers and things of that nature. Um, yeah, uh, so I started when COVID happened and it kind of just helped me tap into a different side of my creativeness. Okay. Well, I, I will definitely say we, when it comes to graphic design, we're always looking for someone uh, 
on our team. So that's that's good to know. That's good to know. And with that being said, so what qualities and skills should a good graphic designer have? Tell us tell us what your thoughts on that. Um, honestly, time management is maybe the like most important because, um, you know, anybody coming to you to get anything done really is sometimes is going to be on a rush type thing. Um, as far as like logos and flyers, me personally, based off of, you know, my experiences working with clients and stuff, a lot of people are very picky and, um, they want their stuff like right then and there, you know what I'm saying? So it's very good to have time management, especially when you're like taking on more than one project at a time, you want to be able to get, you know, the projects back to the client in a good amount of time, you know, so they're not like hounding you or upset that it's been like, you know, a month and they haven't gotten their design back yet, you know? Well, one one of, one of the things I like to say is, you know, you're uh, your your ability or failure to plan does not make it my priority. So I, I, I get the time management because sometimes Absolutely. we do last minute things and I, I'm, a, you know, I, I, I have, but Monty is a magician, as I mentioned, my producer, and he, he turns things around relatively quickly. I haven't done anything or asked for anything crazy just yet. Um, so so yeah. how, do you, how do you incorporate that feedback Um into your designs. So someone has some questions or they don't like this, again, they're in a rush. How do you really, how do you go about, what's your approach to kind of incorporate that feedback, good or bad? Okay, so um, when they're trying to like, when clients are trying to like rush me, to be honest, I always explain to them that my creativeness like flows better when I'm not really under like time pressure because like, say you, you're you trying to pressure somebody with time and, like, you pressure them to the point so bad that they kind of just, like, give you whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, they can't, they don't give you their full potential, their full, you know, uh, attention to that project. They might have other things going on, too, and you're rushing them to the point where, all right, you know, I'm just going to hurry up and get this done. You know, it's not really, like, thought put into it. You don't really take your time. And so, you know, you are going to receive something that you might not, you know, really like or want, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, so how would you describe your creative process, right? You mentioned time management. Mm -hmm. What's your creative process look like? Let's say Rich James wants a logo. What's your creative process look like for that request? Um, so I'm really going to go into depth about like things that you like, what's your brand about, um, pretty much like colors, any, any colors that you would want incorporated into it. Um, if you have any ideas or any, um, or anything already drawn up. So like I have had people come to me and they're like, Oh, I have this idea, but every time I come to a, you know, artist, they can't really get the, the whole vision that I'm going for. So they'll come to me and they'll bring me something that's already that they've maybe drawn up by themselves or they've had somebody draw up for them and I'll just go based off of that you know what I mean so any ideas any um anything that you can give me to help me make your vision better come out you know um is pretty much my start process now when I'm actually doing logos now I'll pretty much sit in like not a dark room but I do have like um, this speaker that has like 
different types of sounds on it, like ocean sounds, um, forest sounds, and um, it does like lights and stuff, like different type of mood lightings. I, I use that and I also listen to music. So if I listen to music, then I'm not listening to the little sound things, but sometimes the sounds help me to bring out more of my creativeness. So I'll use either one of those too. Um, and then I kind of just, you know, sit in a space where I can really have all my thoughts bouncing off each other and kind of just in this one space. I don't really like to be around too many people while I'm working because it does my focus. I lose focus. And then, you know, I can't really pinpoint my creativeness because it's so much going on around me. It's like so much going on. You know what I'm saying? I can't really. Focus stimulation is I, I like to call it sometimes. Exactly. Yep. Okay. So let's shift gears a little. Um, okay. So we, you know, graphic design, because it all connects again. It's all a creative process. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's talk about this thing called uh, photography. Yes. So you're a photographer also. Yes, I am. Okay. What makes a good photographer? Um, honestly, I feel like with photography, what makes a good photographer is um, not being comfortable with your work, honestly. I feel like being able to learn and want to continue learning is the best way to be a photographer because it's no right or wrong to photography, honestly. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like, it's hard to explain. Okay, so like, it's pretty much like, you know, so many people have different eyes for certain things, you know? Okay. So, so different photographers will, you know, see things differently or um, as far as like editing and stuff as that nature you know, it, it, there's no limit with editing. Like you could do so much with it. So um, that's one thing I mainly say is a good photographer is a learning, a learning photographer because I've been in it maybe three, two to three years now, and I'm still learning to this day. You know, so um, yeah, Absolutely. that 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 makes sense. You want to learn your craft. That's, mm-hmm. that's that's at the end of the day, you want to learn and continue to get better, uh, mm-hmm. continue to educate yourself. So Absolutely. how do you educate yourself in taking photos? Because I'm got not going to lie, I'm pretty nice now when it comes to taking selfies. Yes. Okay, so I'm not going to lie. I surround myself with a lot of um, artists that do the same thing as me because I like to learn from other photographers. I like to learn from other makeup artists. Um, I don't think that with... I, I feel like with any... Um, with any industry, I feel like learning is a big part of the whole thing. Like you should never want to stop learning because once you stop learning, then that means that you're going to stop growing because how are you going to continue to grow without learning? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, so, um, I just surround myself with, you know, photographers that I feel are like upcoming, you know, that are really kind of like you know, pop in and like getting booked a lot. Um, I know a lot of photographers, so I learn a lot every day. Like literally you can never stop learning if you have, you know, people around you that do the same thing as you and can teach, you know, can learn you something, teach you something, you know? Agreed. Agreed. I do. Um, I had a photographer who's pretty well known a couple of weeks ago. Shouts out to Sharish May. 
Um, she's photographer. She's taking pictures of Michelle Obama. Oh, you know, a lot of politics, and she's she's pretty good. So one of the things I'm also known as the network concierge. I definitely want to connect you with her. She is an excellent. Yeah. Um, so let's keep this thing going. What kind of gear do you use, right? Because sometimes you know a cook is as only as good as the utensils. A photographer potentially, right? That's that's a fact because that's just like really any that's any um, industry like art, makeup, like your tool. You're only as good as your tools, honestly. Um, so I can actually show you guys what I use. So I use a Canon. I love Canons. They're like probably like the best cameras to me. Um, I did just shoot over the weekend um, at the event on Sunday. I shot with a Nikon. I think it was like a D5 or a D3, something like that. But that camera is also a really amazing camera too. But I'm stuck with Canons. I love Canons. I'm a I'm a Canon family camera now. <laughs> I, I know I know that's right. Now, um, in, in terms of, you know, because sometimes clients can be difficult when it comes to, you know, their, their stuff. What is the most difficult part of being a photographer for you? Um, I want to say the most difficult part is people being patient for edits. Um, that's probably the most difficult part. Or people, um, or people not reading the policies or like um what comes with the package that you're booking you know what i'm saying so like say somebody books a um a birthday package with me um my regular birthday package it only includes two outfits so like sometimes people will try to bring more than two outfits like and it's like you didn't read you didn't read you know it says that it comes with two outfits like you can't do more than three so then you know they'll be trying to have an attitude because they didn't know that you know it was only two outfits but it said it on my website you know what i'm saying before you book so it's that people not reading and paying attention to what's on my website or you know people not waiting or being patient for edits when it takes a long time to edit especially when you're you have um photo shoot after photo shoot it's like you're editing different shoots at the same time you know what I'm saying so people don't really take that into account and I didn't really okay so I started modeling first before I started photography so like because I'm a model I also understand photographers like I get that they take time to edit photos because it takes time you know it's very it's a very tedious especially when you're on like photoshop and you're doing like hair adjustments you know nails you know, mm-hmm. things like that. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of these photographers really do a lot and you would know, you wouldn't really know it unless they were to show you everything that step by step. How long you know? does a, an, an edit editing session take? <sighs> well, a couple of weeks, couple of months. I usually, I, I usually, I usually give um, my clients, I give them about a week to get the edits back okay. a week. And for like unedits, you you automatically get the unedits the very next day. So um, if I can't send them to you right then and there, because I sometimes can send them to you from my camera. Mm-hmm. Um, you have an iPhone, I can send them to you. But if not, then you have to wait for, you know, me to upload them and then I can send them off to you. But 
roughly unedits take either that day to four hours. So for those that are joining, <clears throat> we are live, excuse me, with Kim McMillan, the creator of the House of Artistry. We are talking photography. We are talking graphic design. Um, and we're going to get into a few other things. We're going to talk, uh, let's, let's, let's talk some modeling now, since you mentioned that. Let's talk, yeah, we can. Let's talk, let's talk modeling. Um, so, so how long have you been modeling? Uh, okay, so modeling is what helped me to find my path of what I wanted to do. Um, so okay. I started modeling, I want to say 2017, the end of 2017, beginning of 2018. Um, I started modeling um, pretty much just because like I posted so many good selfies of myself, like so many photographers <laughs> hitting me up like, you should model, you should model. Oh my God, let's do a shoot. Blah, blah, blah. And I wasn't, I didn't have the confidence then. So like, I wasn't, I wasn't with it at all. I never linked up with any photographer. And then I kind of like had that moment where I kind of like lost myself. And so I was trying to find myself again. And so my best friend at the time, she had, um, kind of like set this little like photo shoot up for me. It was like a cloth in our living room and she kind of just took some pictures of me and I posted them and then photographers really were hitting me up like seriously. And so I shot with, um, I think it was Brand Brandon Waddy is the very first photographer I ever shot with. And we shot for um, this magazine and I made it into a magazine and for my first shoot, like it was pretty awesome. Um, and then I kind of just stuck with it ever since then. And then makeup, I started makeup from that because nobody could, you know, do my face how I wanted it to be done for my shoots. And people were charging like crazy prices back then. So I was like, mm. I'm going to just teach myself, you know? So I got a kit. I, I went to the store. I bought so much makeup, like crazy amounts of makeup. Went home, sat in front of my computer, and I literally watched YouTube for hours. And I just practiced my face every day. Like after work, every day I would practice. So you went from, well, not went. So the transition, more of your creative juices start flowing from modeling, okay. modeling to... Uh, um, photography to also into makeup mm -hmm. and and then of course the graphic design as a result of you know covid it couldn't really be that that close i mean we're still in a pandemic um, yep. so, so to speak but that's that's good so that you mentioned makeup um yeah. how did that come to be did you just again watching youtube because again it was costing you so much and so what tell yeah. us about that how, how did that happen how did that connect um, well, it was really just a lot money wise. I didn't want to keep coming out of pocket every time I had a photo shoot, you know, paying for somebody to do my makeup, like 80 to a hundred dollars every time I have a photo shoot, you know? So, um, one of my really good friends took me to the mall. She showed me some stuff that I needed to get foundation. I didn't know nothing. Like I, I nothing. Like seriously, she was like, "Yeah, you gotta get foundation. You gotta get concealer." I was like, "Okay, yeah, get get me together, get everything for me, and I'll just buy it, and then we'll go home and practice." And then literally every day after that, literally, I mean, I, I tell you, every day, I I worked a nine to five. I would get off of work, go home, and I would sit in front of my mirror and do do a makeup look, take pictures edit the pictures, post the pictures. Mm -hmm. um, 
yeah, like I just really started to like take makeup seriously. And then I had a, I had a really, really, really great friend in New York and he's a photographer and he pretty much was telling me like modeling, like I got that in the bag, you know, like I'm really a dope model. Like I'm pretty all of that. But he was like, Kim, makeup, you could really make money with that. Like if you really stick with it and really, you know, focus in and zero in and lock in on it, you could really take that somewhere. Yeah, makeup's a billion dollar business. That's what I hear. Absolutely, it is. It absolutely is. And so I started taking it seriously. And then, you know, models were hitting me up left and right. Like, oh my God, do my face, do my face, do my face. And I just started like, okay, I guess I'll start doing this and charging, you know? No, No doubt, that's facts. So in your opinion, what's the most important quality in being a makeup artist? Um... Honestly, I feel like it's customer service, one, and how, and your personality, too. Because you could be a really good makeup artist and do makeup really well, but, like, with, like, the beauty industry nowadays, it's not really about just being able to service me properly or right or in a good way, you know? Like, we are looking for that experience, you know? So, like, I get clients that come back to me just based off of my personality or how I am, you know, really communicating with them while we're, while I'm doing their face. Like I, there's not one client that I've done their makeup and we haven't talked at all. Like I've been in somebody's chair where they're doing my hair or doing servicing me somehow. And we have not said a word to each other. You know what I'm saying? And that makes me not come back because it's like, well, like, I don't really want to go and get service and I'm just feeling awkward and uncomfortable the entire time. You know? isn't, it, isn't it about, um, I guess it's really about, like you said, I guess knowing your clients, mm-hmm. knowing, you know, one, knowing what you're doing, but knowing your clients, because, you know, in some cases, I'm at the barbershop, I usually fall asleep in a chair versus from, you know, getting a massage, mm-hmm. you might have a little more conversation. So it is really knowing your clients and how to receive them and, and like you said the customer service piece of it mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and the only way you'll get to know all of that is if you communicate with them you can't know somebody by just servicing them you got to actually talk to them and you know get to know them absolutely absolutely so again we have kim mcmillan uh the house of artistry and that's h-a-u-s for those it's, it's I, I love the spelling I, I love the whole concept behind it she is definitely multi-talented. Um, can you share with the folks your social media and how they can get a hold of you if they want to reach out yeah. for you to do, uh, you know, whether it's photography, a model shoot, uh, graphic design? Um, share, 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 share your information. Um, so you guys can follow me on Instagram. My Instagram is at the beat face by Kim, and it's T H E the beat face by Kim. And um, on Twitter, I think my Twitter is Kim Shady. It's either Kim Shady or Be Faced by one of the two. Um, but yeah, you can follow me on both of those. Um, my link to my website is actually on my Instagram in the bio. So if you go on my Instagram page, you can book me that way as well. Um, so yeah. Okay. Okay. Now, what, what are some of the other, because again, my, my team, they did a little research, a little reading up on you. What are some of the other services that folks can look forward to seeing in the House of Artistry? 
Um, so I do like a little bit of home decor as well. Like I make stuff. Um, so I make like rolling trays, ashtrays. Um, I make like the little socket covers for your house. If you've ever, oh, okay. you know, seen some of those, like they're like, oh, literally, you can make, you can make them look any way that you want. I can literally make them anyway. Um, I also make like little dog tags and stuff. So, yeah, I make a lot of stuff. um, I also sing if, you know, anybody is like into the music industry, um, you could book me for like features or anything like that. Um, your eyelash, it. look, I'm looking at your eyelashes. Your eyelashes are popping. Do you, do you do eyelashes? Okay. So I have, I have done lashes. I do do lashes, like the individuals, but I haven't done them in a while, um, because of COVID. So, um, yeah, it's just that real close contact. Right. Makes, makes sense. Makes, makes sense. Yeah. So, um, I want to, I want to, so with Halloween coming, I want to get into this makeup thing, right? Yeah. Uh, with Halloween coming, yeah. what, uh, are you that makeup artist to come see because you want someone wants their face to look a certain type of way? Tell us what that, what that, what that, what's, what's that about? Okay. So you definitely could come to me for Halloween. Halloween is my favorite holiday like absolute favorite um so I'm very excited about that I'm definitely dressing up again this year maybe like I might do like three or four costumes to be honest but um I've done um mystique I've done a devil well like hell girl I've done um I've done the joker um I did beetlejuice on myself one year I'm actually gonna redo that this year um yeah um I've done zombies I've done vampires i can pretty much do anything so whatever you you know are trying to dress up for as halloween i'm your girl hit me up <laughs> okay now now I, I, one of the things that again my team identified um that you also a licensed bar, uh, bartender yes i'm a bartender as well <laughs> we got a lot of things happening in the house. Yeah, we do. We definitely do. What What do you enjoy about bartending? Um, say that again. I'm sorry. What What do you enjoy about bartending? Oh my God! The best part about bartending is I meet so many new people and like different personalities. And like, I love being in the bar. Like. Okay, well, I'm not going to lie. Okay, so, like, the fancy bars are cool. I'm not going to lie. They're cool. They're definitely fun because you can definitely meet a lot of people that way, too. But, like, I've worked in bars at in, like, the trap, you know, like, the strip club bars. And, like, I'm trying to tell you, that's the best fun I've had ever in my life. <laughs> what, what, what made it so much fun? Tell us. What, what made it uh, better or more fun from the laid-back... Okay, so, like, okay, majority of the time, they're playing, like, some, like, real turnt music, you know what I'm saying? And then, not even that, majority of the customers that come in there are coming in there to, like, let, like, stuff off their chest or kind of to, like, it's pretty much, like, a release for them. So, like, yeah. they come in there and they just talk to you about anything for real, like... I don't know. I just feel like the people are like sweeter. Like they're like they're definitely nicer in like the dynamics, right? The, the interaction is a lot more dynamic. Exactly. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. That, that's that, that's funny. That's funny. What um, 
I, I like to ask this question to what, what do you think is your superpower? Because yeah, you have a lot of different talents. Um, well, what, what, what's your what's your superpower? That's a hard one. Um, shoosh. Okay, so I guess my superpower would be. Um, I'm just like a huge supporter, like of anybody. So like, um, even if I just met you or I don't even know you and like, I follow you on Instagram and I think your work is like phenomenal. I'll support you. Like I really will send people to you and all of that. Even if I haven't bought any of your services, you haven't serviced me ever. It doesn't even matter. I see your work and I like it or I like your for your brand. Like I will support you in any way that I can. You know what I'm saying? That's just my superpower. That's that, that's 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 a good power to have. That's a good power yeah. to have. Being being supportive because at the end of the day, <clears throat> excuse me. I think um, you know when you when you you have that and you have a feeling of doing that with an open heart, it it comes back to you. Um, it, it definitely comes back that's to cool. you, and that's something that I could uh, I can I can co-sign on. I can definitely co-sign. Mm-hmm. So, um, so, so tell us what, mm-hmm. what's next for the, the, the Haas, am I, is it house or is it Haas of artistry? How do you, how do you pronounce the, it? The, you're right. It's the house of artistry. The house, H-A-U-S of yes. artistry. So what's, what's, what's next? What's next for, for your, for your organization? Um, well, what's really next is the house of artistry is about to take on a new location soon. Okay. Um, I'm hoping by the new year because my birthday and I'm trying to give that to myself for a birthday gift to, you know, move to a different city, expand and all of that goodness. Um, so that's that, but the house of artistry really like the next step is creating, um, this mentorship like program that I want to um start um pretty much like helping all creatives upcoming creatives um because I never had anyone to really mentor me um I did go through a lot of um things I felt like I could have um avoided had I had somebody to really show me the ropes and help me to get gigs and stuff like that I wouldn't have you know, worked with or done a lot of work that wasn't um, really beneficial to me. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, I want to create that mentorship for upcoming artists, um, creatives um, in the industry, in any industry, because I do so much. So and I have so many friends that do a lot, too. So I really want to create this program to help any artists that I can help, you know what I'm saying? To get into their lanes and, you know, flourish properly. Absolutely. I think mentorship is, is key. It helps, it helps build things. So Mm -hmm. one of the major questions that I ask, I ask all my guests before they leave. um, I'm going to ask you, are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. (laughs) What, what does living a rich life mean to you? Living a rich life means to me um, pretty much being happy 
and um, in every way possible. I feel like being happy in every way possible and it not just being shown on social media. Ah. Being to actually be that in real life. You know what I'm saying? That's what that is to me. Yeah, social media can be tricky. <laughs> yeah, because a lot of people be trying to make it like they happy and they're living a rich life and really they're not. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. And that could be many things, as we as we said earlier. That that could be many things. So, um, well, I, 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 it, there's never enough time. I, I thank you for joining us. I thank um, you for having Definitely. We definitely will be talking again. Um, again, I want to connect you as I am the network concierge as well. I want to connect you with um, Sharice May. Um, okay. She is in D.C. She is a phenomenal photographer and um, Black woman. And I think that you could definitely learn as you continue to build your skills from a photography standpoint. And then there might be an opportunity to, to model and be behind her, be in front of her lens, right? That's front of her lens. I so. love it. <laughs> yes, yes, indeed. So um, uh, I, I will talk with you soon. Thank you again okay. for joining. Uh, continue to shine. Thank you. And I wish you and the art of artistry nothing but the best. Talk to you soon. Thank you so much. Talk okay. to you soon. All right. Bye. Bye-bye. All right, folks. There you have it. Kim McMillan the creator of the House of Artistry, graphic designer, photographer, uh, makeup artist, model. Uh, you can't go wrong. A lot of things happen in the heart, in the, in, in the, in the, in the house of artistry. So, but we're going to keep living a rich life. Um, we're going to continue to inspire you uh, to live a rich life with our next guest. Um, I met this brother maybe a couple of weeks ago and. I said I need to get him on my show by, by any and all means possible. Um, I had to move some things around to get him on, on the schedule, but we did. Um, he is uh, a general, general manager and operations manager for Hooligans Express Radio, um, DJ consultant, and just an all-around good brother. Um, I, don't, I don't know what else to say, but we're going to get into it, learn his craft, and uh, kind of build on and make sure he's, hopefully he'll inspire you to, to move forward. So with that being said, please welcome the resilient and talented Mr. Motts. My God, my God. How, how are we doing, sir? I am blessed and highly favored, or highly favored and blessed, however you want to look at it. How about you, sir? <laughs> uh, I am better than amazing, as I like to say. Right. I like that T-shirt. I need one ASAP. No, what, what size do you need? I'm a large now. You're I came from a 6X to a large. How about that? Okay, okay. Hence the word resilient. Brother is resilient. So first and foremost, uh, Mr. Mons, Mons, am, am I pronouncing that right? Because I'm known for tearing up names. <clears throat> it's Mons like applesauce, just Mons. like the applesauce. Yes, okay. sir. Okay, all right. <laughs> so tell us, tell us where you're from. <clears throat> I'm from Baltimore, Maryland. Grew up in uh, Northeast Baltimore, not too far from uh, Morgan State University. Okay, MSU. So, yeah. MSU. Huh? MSU. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. You uh, know what's funny? I didn't go to college, but I used to hang down there to look at all the girls. So, 
<laughs> you would think that I went to school. <laughs> well, we know how that we we know how that is. I, yeah, yes, yeah, sir. We sure do. So I want to talk about a few things, but one of the main things I want to um, kind of introduce the world for those that don't know. Tell us about Hooligan um, Express Radio. So <clears throat> my business partners and I, well, actually, it was Squirrel Wide's idea. I don't know if people know who Squirrel Wide is. From yeah. he used to be on ninety two Q. He was on there. Forever, forever. But um, this is his baby. Um, and he got with Little Black. And my role is general manager slash operations manager. We're all wearing more than one hat. But mm -hmm. um, we all decided uh, in the middle of COVID that we were going to go ahead and launch this radio station. Okay. So um, not only is it an online app, but we have an actual space, an actual place. We opened it up in uh, out Rosedale. It's a location out there. Um, young lady by the name of Kay Sal, she has a, like that whole shopping center area. It's her area right there. And um, so we went over there. We looked at the space, got the space. Uh, we were talking about this in 2020, probably like around September. Mm -hmm. And then we launched it July 30th. We had to build out space from scratch. Um, and right next to the radio station is my guy's Raleigh's um, clothing store called uh, Head Honcho. Okay. The brand clothing store. So we're not only the entertainment, but he has the clothing store. So it all fits, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's a beautiful thing, man. It, it, you know, like I said, it was Squirrel Wide's baby, but we decided to come together and launch it and get it going. And, and that's what Hooligan Express is. We cater to the community. We cater to... Um, we're sort of like the, the, we're trying to make it like the Atlanta because artists in Atlanta, they take care of each other. Radio stations, they look out for their own. Mm -hmm. We're doing the same thing here. No disrespect to any other radio station like 92Q, anybody like that. But, you know, let's be real. They're not, they're not doing for the community what they should be. And that's what we're doing. Right, right. So one of the things that I did notice in some of the research that was put, put in front of me was mm -hmm. that, again, you really do feature Baltimore music, yes. Baltimore artists, yes. which, which I think is something that's been missing for a long time now. Oh, very long time. I'm a yeah. native New Yorker. I've been here a long time in, in, okay. in Maryland. Um, but again, that I think that piece was missing, and I was really impressed to see that. Um, right. I like the little logo, the little fox logo. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a squirrel, the squirrel, you know what right, I mean? Right, 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 oh, right. Squirrel, I said a fox. My, my bad. Yeah, yeah, I got you. Yeah, so, <laughs> um, so, so I, I said, I said, I, I like the concept and, and definitely look forward to uh, working with you. you know, we had an opportunity to work together this mm -hmm. past in, in, in Art Taste 2020. The Art, the art Taste, yes. Because uh, one of the things that you also do is you, you represent maybe represents you consult you work with djs and artists all of that yes across the across the board so yes so so tell me about um again how did that come to be to be able to work with some phenomenal djs you had a phenomenal dj that mm -hmm. came in for our taste 2021 mm -hmm. um so tell us a little bit about that how that how that came to be to get um so I manage, um, I'm, ma I'm managing and we're also business partner, DJ and Fame. Um, he was the uh, main headline for the Art Taste event, along with Tierra Lanise. Uh, that came about 
um, he called me because we used to work together years ago. I had my own marketing and promotion company mm-hmm. and actually in fame used to work for me. Um, my marketing promotion company was dealing with record labels forever, like since the nineties, all the major record labels, independent record labels. I've had my own street team marketing promotion company forever. And he used to actually work for me, um, going out in the streets and doing what I needed done. He was lazy as fuck, though. Excuse my language. <laughs> Back then. <laughs> oh, goodness. But we always had a great relationship. That's, that's, that's funny. Brother, you, you do know he's going to see this, right? Oh, of course. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> he knows, but I ain't saying nothing he heard. <laughs> right, right, right. Nah, but but I have much respect for him. That's my brother, and I love him dearly. Um, He got into the, the DJ game, and um, it's funny we were servicing actual vinyl records to DJs back then because this is the 90s. Mm-hmm. So he would take some records and stuff like that and he, and he would, you know, he was doing his thing DJing. My focus was making sure that the record labels were taken care of. We were breaking records for major artists like Ludacris, T.I., Fat Joe, things like that. You know, I was, I was, I had the relationships with, um, DJs, I had the relationships with personalities and the radio stations. I'm like, hey, I need these records played. And um that's how that's how really it all got started, you know, um in one accent aspect. But I was managing artists um from Baltimore, like um God rest his soul. I used to manage Smash, I used to manage Scar Akbar, Hundred Grand Man, like different artists out of Baltimore. Me and my um old business partner Swin. Um Man, I've, I've been in this game a long time. I got long. I've done everything except for actually be a DJ, I think. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm sure you're capable of doing that. Right. Um, so what, what would you say is like your, your management style? I mean, you have a real calm, positive demeanor. That's that's one of the things that I, I, I gravitated to when you were met. I mean, you're, you're just your, your energy felt good um mm-hmm. your attitude freaking amazing Thank what, you, what's, your, what's your your management style because again uh, and again I, I i do have something some of my people are like well let, let's name drop which you already put out some names because we just right, so, we know we know who you work with so what's, your, right. what's your management style because again you work with some folks that um, are very, very accomplished. You work with some mm-hmm. folks that are still working to be accomplished. Mm-hmm. What, what's your management style? Um, I would say that my management style is just more so not to babysit, mm-hmm. but to let you be free and do what you are as an artist or as a DJ or whatever the case may be. But all I ask for is we have conversations before you make any moves. Like we have we have to be on the same page. Mm-hmm. Um through and through, like, you know, we can't look like we don't know what we're doing. So before I make a move, I'm going to call my DJ. I'm going to call my artist and be like, hey, this is what's going on and vice versa from them. So my management style is not to babysit, not to hold your hand, let you be free and be creative and do your thing. But if I don't agree with something or or um, I can, I see that something else can be done, we're going to talk about it and we're going to make that move. So my management style is just like, you do you. I'm gonna do me, but we're doing this together. Mm, nice. You know, I make I make moves. I make moves, but I I come back with something confirmed. Um, and then we'll talk about it and say, this is is this the best fit for you? Is this something that you want to do? And vice versa. So that's how I think that's how I've been getting along a lot of years. It took me time to learn that. Mm-hmm. 
But, you know, now that I've learned that, it, it works a lot easier for me. That, I guess that's why I'm cool, calm, and collective about things. Like, you heard in Fame when he was playing at the Heat. That's him. Do you, man. Be creative. Yeah. When yeah. it comes to the business, let me in. I got the business. You just be creative and do your thing. That, and that's, that's how it works. And anybody I work with, that's how it works. Okay. So for those folks that are just tuning in, um, please, um, um, we wanna, we're going to let uh, Mr. Montz provide his IG information, social media uh, information, but we are talking all things uh, radio. We are talking mm-hmm. all things management. Mm-hmm. And we're just having some real candid conversation. Um, mm-hmm. so, so please share your social media um, information and how our folks can get a hold of you if they want to do business with you. Yes, um, social media. My IG is Mr. Mots. That's M R M O T T Z 2.0, the number two, period zero. It used to be Mr. Mots, but it got hacked. So I had to go go hard. Like, okay, a newer <laughs> version of me, Mr. Mots 2.0. So that's what it is. You want to find me on Facebook? Simple, Antonio Mots. M-O-T-T-Z. I don't spell Mots with an S. There's two T's and a Z. Simple. You know what I mean? I'm even on Twitter now. On Twitter, I'm still Mr. Mots, but I didn't change it yet. But yeah, you can find me on there. I know. I don't even use it, honestly. Well, you know, my my earlier guest, uh, she's she's on Twitter, too. I, I might be the only person in the world that's not on. I still got the, you know what, it's still on my phone. And I still see it, but I, I never use it. So really just find me on IG and Facebook. You can find me there. Mr. Mots 2.0 on IG and Antonio Mots on Facebook. Oh, and real quick, just to um, elaborate on some of the other people that I've worked with. I don't know if you're familiar with uh, Jay Claxton. Oh, well, absolutely. I used to, I used to uh, do a, a lot of his bookings and road management for him for years. You know, that's my brother, too, and I love him dearly. Um, oh. Yeah. So, Jay Claxton and Jay Claxton. Also, DJ. Also, DJ, DJ, yes. DJ Quicksilver. I, ah. was doing, I was doing road management for him for a while, as well as um, bookings, mm-hmm. you know. So, yeah, um, I got that all through Sean Caesar. That's my brother. Love him dearly. But, you know, we'll get into that. Not at all. We don't, we don't need to get into that. <laughs> So, right. so tell me, or uh, let me ask you this question. Um, what would you recommend to someone that wants to get into the world of radio and operations management? Um, do it. If that's where your heart is at, do it. Um, never ask for a handout. Mm. Do your research. Bring something to the table. Because a lot of people be like, I want to do this, I want to do that. I'm like, okay, what do you want to do? What are you doing differently that other people are not doing? Right. What do you have to bring to the table? Because one thing that I've learned in this game is like, it's the relationships that help. But also, what are you going to do that's different than what anybody else is doing? Like, don't just come in and have your hand out. Bring something to the table. Like, if you got a plate to add to the table, then you're good. But if you have a, if you don't have a plate to add to the table, then like, I'm going to just keep it real with you. It's like, man, like, what, what, what you're here for? Right. Don't, right. Come, don't come with your hand out. Come, come bring us something. You know what I mean? Be, be different. Be, don't be like everybody else. You know what I, I'm saying? I, as I like to say, add value. Add value. Yes, add value. Absolutely. Some, add some, value. some form of fashion. Yes, absolutely. 
Yeah, and don't chase it. Don't chase it. Let it chase you. Uh, Because if if your work ethic is big, people will see that. They'll come to you. You don't have to chase nobody at all. Let 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 your work speak the volume. Trust me. They'll come to you. They'll see you. And I'm going to co-sign on that, Mr. Motz, because when I first started the show, I was Mm -hmm. constantly reaching out Mm -hmm. to folks to be on the show. Now, my inbox... Now everybody wants to be exposed. You know, (laughs) exactly. Everybody wants to be (laughs) exposed... Exactly. ...on living a rich life, you know, which is is definitely a blessing. and, And I usually, you know, I came directly to you and I said, hey... I want to get you on the show because, again, there's people that inspire and motivate me and right. encourage me to, to continue because some days I just be like, you know what? But it went from, you know, just a hobby and to now it's a little more lucrative. Yes, um, absolutely. And I enjoy it. So it, it, it keeps me going. And, and Monty will tell you because, again, I, he is the best producer. Mm-hmm. I, I, I mean, just all around good person, period. Because sometimes loving the backdrop, by the way. I like the whole setup behind you, the whole decor. Baltimore City, yes, yes. That's, that's <laughs> where we, we, we yes. represent. I'm, I am a native New Yorker, but we, sure. we are live. And um, he's going to say something later, but I keep saying we want to get back in the studio, just like you guys probably want, want to, right? But the right. COVID comes in, you know, right. this feels safer. This is yes. safer. And so. What what verb describes you? Drive. Mm, okay. Uh, yeah. I've had it, I've had it all my life. I've always been driven to to maximize maximize my potential to do um to become a part of something that's greater than me. Mm. Um when you surround yourself with greatness, you become great. Mm-hmm. and you're only as great as your team. And people that I've been around all my life have inspired me to be great. So I want to say drive is, is, is something that describes me, a verb, a noun, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> <laughs> drive, well, that's action, baby. That's action. So, okay. Um, tell me, um, so what's next for Mr. Motts? What's next for you? Um, I know you got a plan. I don't need details, <laughs> <laughs> right? But in your vision, I'm, I'm actually, I'm, um, I'm, I'm still debating, but I actually want to, uh, I want to invest some money and in, in start up something that's going to help other people. Okay, I'm just not sure what that is yet. So, as of right now, I'm just doing day to day, but it'll click. It'll come to me. Um. I'm thinking about becoming an advocate or motivational speaker for um, diabetes because I have diabetes. Okay. Okay. And we've talked about that, you and I. Yeah. And because, uh, you know, I don't even know how many people know, but I also have diabetes. Right. Yep. You told me. Yeah. Yep. So, hey, it sounds like a project that we could work on together. together. Yeah, let's do it together. We can do that. Yeah. So we that's definitely something I, I look I look forward to. Because again, I, one of the things I tell folks, I am the network concierge. And most folks that know me, I mm-hmm. will tell you, when I get caught on something that I'm passionate about, mm-hmm. I, I make it happen. So let's let's 
Let's let's execute that. So uh, yeah, we'll talk we'll talk yeah, off record about that. Example. But yeah, I'm, I'm just thinking about. I think that'll be good. I, we need to teach um our people, you know what I mean, like the do's and the don'ts, mm-hmm. and what's real and what isn't real about this whole thing, you know. And not just diabetes, but um anything that affects us as as black people. Right. But that's um, where we're gonna start. Yeah. That's what. We'll that's start with the diabetes and lead into other stuff. But yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, yeah. Okay. okay. Let, let, let's, um, what skills, and, and this is a easy question. Okay. Um, just because I, I've seen you again, just maneuver around the room and, and talk mm-hmm. to people. Um, and I say that because again, uh, our taste 2021. So for those again, that are just tuning in, we got Mr. Motts. He was, uh, the, the orchestrator of getting the music, and I, I was like, yo, sound guy. And he was like, sound guy should have been here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? So everything else was going smooth. You know, we had things set up, you know. Right. And uh, this guy said, hey, so what skills do you need to do what you do? Operation mm. manager, work with good, good uh, question. DJs, you know, high and and, and up. Hard like, once again, it comes back to that drive. You got to be driven to want to make sure that things are happening. Like, all right, let's say we have an event from six to ten. Mm-hmm. You should have been there at two o'clock setting up. Bottom line, three o'clock. And no, no disrespect to our sound guy, I love him. You know what I mean? But it wasn't a big setup, so I understood it. Plus. Other stuff was going on, but everything turned out smooth. But I'm just a stickler for time management. Mm-hmm. Time management plays a plays a big part in things that you're doing. Like um, some artists, they get so big where they feel like you have a show to do, and you're booked. Somebody's paying you, let's say, ten thousand dollars to do a show, right? You're supposed to be on stage at nine o'clock. Well, <laughs> and you come, but the and but that 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 whole thing is over at ten o'clock. You come at nine forty-five. Why are you there at nine forty-five? Mm. You want to give the people ten minutes of a show for ten thousand dollars? That's not cool. So why not be an artist? Why not do the opposite? Why not get there early? Why not shake hands, kiss babies? take pictures with folks, go do the show, be on time. Mm. I'm always a stickler for time, man. Time, <clears throat> everybody's time is valuable. Agreed. Agreed. Period. Agreed. Get your ass there, get on time, and do what you're supposed to do. Yeah. Even if you're sitting outside chilling because you're a diva, that's cool. But be there. Be on time. Right, right. Do yeah. you think? That, you know, that's that's unfortunate, but I, I, I think some of the major ones that, you know, they, they come of age and they stick mm-hmm. to those habits or mm-hmm. of, of being on time, staying hungry, as I, I like to mm-hmm. say. You know, Let me tell you somebody that I've met. I'm sorry, I don't mean to cut you off. No, no, go ahead. Absolutely. T.I., stand-up guy since day one. I've been breaking that guy's record since Rubber Band Man. That was his first major single. Mm-hmm. Every time I was around that dude, Always a stand-up guy. Talk to you with respect. Keep it real with you. Always humble. And on time. On time. 
Facts. Yeah, I, I never understood that coming late, you know. Yeah. I mean, honestly, it wouldn't be me. Because if I'm, hey, you're going to sign a contract with me, I'm going to put in time to kind mm -hmm. of impact it. Because, I, I mean, again, I've been around folks that, you know, artists and mm -hmm. in the shows. And most of the time, those individuals are that one time, mm -hmm. they're there, they're present. And then there were a couple that, again, I, I don't understand. The show's over at 10 o'clock. Exactly. You get here the thing. 10, 950. Exactly. And here's the thing. People that come out to party and have a good time, they they necessarily don't understand what it takes to put into for you to have that party and have that good time. Yeah. That's a job within itself because yeah. the entertainment crew has to work for you to have a good time. Yeah. And if we're if I'm a part of the entertainment crew, I need to be there early enough to make sure that you're having a good time and the show must go on. It must look beautiful. It has to look great. It has to be the music, the sound, the lighting, the food, everything that goes into that, that's an actual job within itself. But if you love and you're passionate about what you do, you'll take the time to do it right. That's why I say time is important. Facts. That, that, that is a fact. Right. So, so real quick, what do you feel is your biggest accomplishment to date? Professionally, personally, what do you, what do you think mm. is your biggest, biggest accomplishment to date? Mm, that's a good question. And and let me so let me be clear for those that are watching and listening. Mm -hmm. So again, we we did some research on this man, and he's worked. And again, it's behind the scenes that people don't never really know what's happening. So we <laughs> we know who you work with, right? Uh, we know again, even the local folks, Quicksilver, Jake mm -hmm. Jackson, those guys uh, mm -hmm. again are doing phenomenal things, and mm -hmm. we're keeping it local here. So, so tell us, what is your biggest accomplishment, again, you know, professionally or even, even personally, um, to date, would you say? Personally, to date, um, so I'm going to put my age out there. My birthday is in November. I turned 50 years old last November. I'll be 51 this year. Okay. So my biggest accomplishment is that I've worked all my life, right? As these past few years, me getting closer to 50, my biggest accomplishment personally was to start taking travel, starting to travel and starting to do more and enjoying life. Yeah. Okay. So I had never been to Hawaii. So for my 50th birthday, my thing was Hawaii 5 -0. So I went to Hawaii for like 12 days. <laughs> Again, for those, he's he not talking about that new one. <laughs> <laughs> talking about the old one. <laughs> the original, but I like I used to watch the new one too. I like to do one too. It was pretty good. Facts, facts. That was pretty right. good too. But yeah, like, so personally, like Drake said it, like we all say, YOLO, you only live once. Enjoy your life, man. Enjoy your life because you never know when you're not going to be here no more. Um, my new 2.0 version of me, of everything that I've been going through health-wise, I'm a lot better now, healthier, stronger, physically, mentally, emotionally, even spiritually right now. So it's like personally for me, this is a big journey. Like, you know, I plan on traveling, doing what I, you know, just doing things for myself, man. Yeah, you know what I mean? That's personally, you know what I mean? So professionally, doing what I love to do, and that's being in this entertainment business. The fact that I can, you know, pay my bills and 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 
help other people and, and network with people and we can build and collaborate and still do more. Professionally, for me, that's that's a beautiful thing, man. You know what I mean? I like to say win-win. Win-win. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Sunday was a win-win. Oh, it was absolute. I told, and I told Dawi, like, I told Dawi the next day, I called him, I was like, man, that was a beautiful event that you had. Like, what he did, and it was eclectic. You got a lot of different people from different realms of life out yes. You know, things like that. Like, it, it was, it was, yeah, it was a win-win, man. It was like, you know, I like stuff like that. I'm like, wow, this is incredible. Like, you know, and I want to be a part of that. Like, and the conversations that we all have offline is beautiful, man. I'm telling you, it's Facts. beautiful. Facts. Yeah. So, so, Mr. Marks, one of the, the main questions, this is Living a Rich Life with Rich mm-hmm. James. Um, so tell us, what does Living a Rich Life mean to you? I just need a t-shirt, bro. That's it. <laughs> I'm living a rich life if I get a t-shirt from you, bro. <laughs> Let me represent. <laughs> no, that's right. We, 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 I got you. I got you. I, I got you. No, nah, I'm going to tell you, realistically, living a rich life, man, family and friends. Mm. Okay. Surround yourself with the people that you love and that inspire you to be better. And they go hard for you just like you go hard for them. It ain't even about money. Living that's living a rich life to me, bro. No doubt, no doubt. Because you can't put that money in the casket when you're gone. This this is true. And I and I often tell folks, because again, my my principles are good health, yes, strong relationships, yes, financial freedom, yes, goals and achievement, yes, extraordinary experiences, mm-hmm. and philanthropy. And we mm. touched on all those points uh, today um, yes. from a creative standpoint, from creative mm. by, you know, earlier, my guest earlier, Kim McMillan, thank you mm. for joining and watching. Um, she's a creative, you know, the house. Shout out to her. Shout out to her. And having conversations with you, again, creative, you know, music, mm-hmm. uh, managing, you know, all that stuff. Yes. It's not easy. You got to manage people. You got to yeah. manage process. Mm-hmm. You got to manage technology. Right. So all yes. that stuff is a part of it. Um, I'm, and I got to give a I got to give a big shout out. We're the same age, but I look at him as a big brother, sort of like a mentor. I got to give a big shout out to my man, Sean Caesar. Like he taught me a lot. Like um, I used to be I used to be rough around the edges coming up. OK. You know what I mean? And I was always a soldier, but I've learned a lot from him to become more than a soldier, but to be a businessman. Um, just be a good person all the way through and through. So, you know, I don't know if he's listening or, you know, Sean sees you, my brother, I love you. Scotty B, they the, they're the founders of Unruly. You know what I'm saying? I know we were going to get to that too, but, you know, I got a tattooed on my arm, man. Unruly. Yes, yes. Which, which, <laughs> let's, let's, which is a good segment. Let's, let's, let's do right. it. Un- unruly. What, yeah. where, where did that come from? Unruly Records. That's that's uh, Sean Caesar, Scotty B. Um, they they they've been around for a long time, man. Baltimore, Baltimore club music. Um, they're the pioneers. They're the pioneers, and I was there with them. I want to say since the beginning, man. Okay. I came home. I was in the Navy, eighty-eight to ninety-two. I known them back in the late eighties because we always was hanging out at like different clubs and partying, you know. Bless you. Bless you, brother. 
Thank you. Thank you. No problem. Um, we was always partying, hanging out at different events and stuff like that. And I, I know them before they had their kids and their kids are grown now. Mm-hmm. So that's how far back we go. Okay. You know what I mean? But um, when I came home from the service in 92, um, you know, of course I had to do the regular job thing and, and stuff like that, but you know, they, they, um, they had their own thing going on, you know, marketing and promotion and had uh, the record pool where they were servicing DJs with records and things like that. And I was like, look, let me help you. You help me. Cause at this time, a lot of people that don't know me for real, I was an artist. I was actually rapping. Mm-hmm. I had crew. I had crew and everything. You know what I mean? Uh, you better be so, you better be careful because be exposed radio. We might say, hey, spit a few bars for us. Man, at this age, the only thing I'm gonna just be like, I'm gonna give you one line one time. That's it. That's the base of my rhyme. Oh, I'm done, you heard me. <laughs> there you have it. Uh-oh. <laughs> it was the OG joint. It was the OG joint. <laughs> oh, goodness. I love it. I love it. I love it. So, yeah. Um, so working with them has been a, an extreme, extreme um, positive impact on my life, man. Like, um, they are family. You know, when I was down, they was there for me. Like, I was in a hospital. I had to, you know, because of my health and stuff. A couple of months back, they came to see me, sat and talked to me. We had jokes and stuff. So that's what I mean by family and friends, man. Like, they've been friends, but I consider them family because that's they look out for me on the real, and I look out for them. We got each other's back. Like, within fame, every, everybody that's in my circle, if I talk to you on a regular basis, you family to me. We're not just friends. We family. Right, you right, see what right. I'm saying? And, and um. That that unruly thing, man. We, you know, just the pioneers of music had me in there. You know, doing I was doing club songs. I got club songs too. You know what I mean? I was mm-hmm. rapping with my own boys, and you know, basically how I linked up with them more so was that they were trying to get. This is when we had tapes out, not CDs, but tapes. You know what I mean? So we were shrink rapping club music tapes mm-hmm. upstairs yeah, on the second pencil. floor. You had a pencil to, uh, you know, the tape. We had a shrink wrap machine and we would just shrink wrap the tapes. <laughs> so, you know, I told Sean, I said, man, listen, I'm in here, I'm working with you. I just need a place, because they had a studio. I said, I just need a place to record with my artist. Bet. So we linked like that, mm. you know, working together as a team. And, and and that relationship has been, I mean, you talking since 92, but we was we already knew each other before that, but yeah, that's yeah. how we officially got together, 92. And it's, 2021 about to be 2022. How many years is that? Sure. Is that 92. It's about to be 2022. Oh, shit. Is that 30, 30 years? Bingo. Damn. Bingo. Oh, Bingo. That's the relationship, man. That's all love, man. They family, man. Love them to death. Jay Claxton, Quicksilver, Sean C's, Scotty B. That's, that's family right there, man. And everybody that was involved. Boo man, cool breeze. You know, there's a lot of people involved in in this transition. If I if I if I haven't shot at y'all out, don't don't you know? It's y'all y'all here in the heart. Blame my mind because you know I might be losing my mind. I don't know. <laughs> but you know y'all y'all know y'all love man, and it's it's like you know, it's it was really no. A lot of people were like, what's the formula? The formula is just just work. You work hard. Yeah. You keep working hard, people to notice you, they'll see you, man. So that's how that is. And for me to go get a tattoo on my arm, that's real. 
Yeah. I ain't yeah. getting a tattoo on my arm if it ain't if it ain't real. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, because that's not well. In this day and age, yeah. you can take it off, but yeah, yeah exactly. That's, that's exactly. solid. That's solid. So exactly. All right. Well, I I want to thank you for joining me. This is you know never enough time in the day. Um, yeah, man. But we got some we got some action items that we we definitely going to talk about offline. Yep. And, um. So just stick around as I as I close this out, right quick. Okay. All right. Um, so, you know, we talked today here on Living a Rich Life. We talked the creative. Um, we talked makeup. We talked graphic design. We talked DJing. We talked music, all things entertainment. Um, at the end of the day, you just want to make sure you keep moving forward. You know, you want to keep moving forward. Make sure you make an attempt for progress, not perfection. Mm. Um, again, make an attempt for progress, not perfection. I like that. This is your guy, Rich James, saying thank you for watching. Again, to Kim McMillan, thank you for being on our show. To Antonio Motz, thank you for being on the show. Thank you for sharing your stories. Everyone, we're back next week again. Until then, I want you to continue to be inspired to live a rich life. Mm -hmm. Catch me on IG, living a rich life underscore. Until then... Take care. This is BeExposedRadio.com. BeExposedRadio.com. Bam! <laughs> the next week, we out. Right. My God. My God. I'm going to talk to you, so I'm going to give you a call. Um, my birthday's coming up next week. Next um, week? Uh, the 14th. Okay. October, uh, September 14th. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, shit. Okay. So, um, uh, let's...